Hey, welcome back to another episode of Into the Combine. I'm Stan the Man. I'm Evil Jay. And I'm Shoddy, and we got a fucking great episode for you. I don't know what the hell we're yeah, well, doing, though. Yeah, why don't, you, why don't you break it down, Evil Jay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's break it down first. Was that gem evil j is that a band we know i don't think i i, we, I don't think we've ever talked about them on the show oh okay why yeah, you I had a guess or something yeah who, it can't, for uh, one point stan for the next uh next thing who is <laughs> well, it? okay for the listeners out there so shoddy and jason right, right now i'm having internet problems so they sound like I, they're like chipmunks and stuff like this <laughs> so i just don't know if the music may be sounding like that too so it sounded kind of like a knock loose but the singer sounded like way higher than usual that's well, your ears are, are well trained. Oh, that's that good. Is actually a female vocalist. Okay. Yes. That's, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> who, who was it? Who was it? The it's, They're called Employed to Serve. Okay. okay. Yeah. They're from the UK. They had an album last year that was pretty pretty damn good that I didn't, I just didn't listen to it that much. But this one came out, I don't know, I think pretty few weeks back. It's called- Yeah, I remember seeing it. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked about it in the, in the Patreon Facebook group a couple times. A few people were talking about it. It's called an Eternal Forward Motion. That song was Beneath It All. But, I mean, it's just like another hardcore band that's like, I don't know, like spreading their wings, you know? Like all these bands that are kind of like just stepping outside of the normal stuff just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Big, big, fat, big fat riffs and grooves. And, you know, they got a little bit of that whole Converge thing going. You know, you can kind of hear some of those dissonant chords going on. But, um... Yeah, it's like a, it's a it's an accessible one though. Like before, they were more like chaotic and stuff. This one's just groovy, riffy, and that fucking vocalist is just awesome. So I I've been listening. See, to okay, I di- I wasn't digging the vocals th- that much. Really, I was really sexist, digging or? the music. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really well, digging hearing. the music. You sexist, I was, bro. I was looking for like more that knock loose, like harder, you know. Uh, but well. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't hitting me vocally. Maybe it's not for you. I mean, she's pretty damn good. I mean, I, I I'm not oh, thinking I'm not back t- on how it sounded in the clip versus the rest of it, but she's pretty fucking good. 
I'm not I'm not taking anything away from her. Musically, I was digging that though. Shadi, you liked it or no? Yeah, dude, I actually did like it. I was bobbing my head. I was fucking bouncing up and down in my chair. I was I was okay. digging it. I didn't know who it was or what it was, but I was enjoying it. So okay, Stan, you want to break it down? Yeah, well, um, yeah. it's been a while. <laughs> I know. I was looking at the dates. It's been since well, sorry. almost almost two months. Has it really? Close. Yeah. Wow. Fucking we're sorry just the family shit you know and then family emergency type stuff and then fucking well i was first we were on a trip me and stan Mm -hmm. mountain biking and hiking and all that so that put us back and then just all this shit going on it's just been fucking forever so but we're we're back oh dude i didn't i should tell you guys real quick so stan were you um i don't think you were still on the trip when I, i found a tick on my ankle (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you weren't no. there okay <laughs> no all right well obviously we weren't like showering a lot while we were camping and well i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> we were taking river showers <laughs> yeah i didn't take any showers and um the i had a tick on me we like jumped in a river after one of the hikes and matt was like oh shit there's a tick on you so i pulled it out of me no big deal you know i get home and then i had been feeling kind of shitty for a while and like I didn't know if it was the stuff going on family wise or like just being run down from all the beer and hiking and biking, you know, or what. This weekend I looked down, I got a fucking rash on my ankle. Oh geez. Dude, I think I have Lyme disease. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Like I'm sick right now. And that's like the symptoms. You feel like you have a flu. Uh-huh. I got the rash. That's like the well, number one symptom. I think I know the, the reason behind that, but we'll get into it a little bit later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you sick bastards. <laughs> so anyways, if I'm a little fucking, uh, if I sound sick and I'm a little like, like you ever hear of Lyme brain? <laughs> no, but I, I, I wish you the best of luck, dude, in a speedy recovery. Yeah. Godspeed, hope, my friend. Yeah, I hope everything's okay. You don't have Lyme disease. That's like yeah. permanent, isn't it? No, it's not. You can, As long oh, as you okay. catch it quick enough, you can take care of it. It's like if you don't catch it. But like, I know oh, it was okay. a tick. I know it's probably Lyme, so I got to get fucking i'm gonna go in yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, just check it out i think i'm gonna go tomorrow yeah (laughs) but uh you know the show must go on so so you were thrashing the slayer just the lyme disease well i was okay that day okay it's not like the whole time it's like up and down a little bit i i yeah i was fine that day (laughs) i was like scared the whole time we were there because the the reason i found a tick in my tent i was freaking out like exactly i haven't even I haven't even unpacked my tent. It's still in the tr- in the in the car because I just don't know if I unpack it. Like a tick's gonna fall out. Like I just yeah. I, yeah, well, I, I had one in my tent too. That's the same thing. That's why I like it's f- those fuckers, man. I don't know. Did it's, you guys uh, not use any bug spray? No, I didn't. You guys. Uh. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't even think of it. We're just like camping. Like you know, like when we went out, I might have put it on, but like I didn't think of it when we we're just sitting there in a tent. I figured the you liquor know. would just kill any infection. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyways what the fuck are we doing here <laughs> yeah so uh okay so we're gonna i think we all got a pretty hefty list of what we've been listening to yeah um, Do we? Uh, <laughs> yeah, i look at jason's got three clips loaded me and Jenny got one each <laughs> no i got a lot of stuff to talk about though like okay. i'm just yes. hoping someone else same brings here, it up here. you know kind of thing yeah and then uh we have uh throwback album arch enemy black earth yeah which is probably yeah. a weird one to do if you've never heard that album 
Yeah, I don't, you know what I we'll mean. Get it, we'll get into we'll get into it. I got some strong words to say about this <laughs> shit that I had to listen to. So yeah, we'll talk about. I'm excited this. though because it's a band we really haven't talked about at all. Yeah, you know, yeah, we never I mean, talk about them, so that's kind it's cool that we're getting into them. And it's their finally. first album, so don't be like, oh, I don't like Arch Enemy. This is the first one before they had Angela, all that shit. So yeah. stay tuned for it. Just give it a chance. Yeah. yeah. And what interview do we got today? Oh, dude, I have so many saved up at this point, but um, I think we're going to go with uh, Anthony from After the Burial, the vocalist. Okay. I had a little chat with him. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll go with that. Cool. Okay. So, uh, well, should I start since I've got the three? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Maybe you'll <laughs> yeah. Let's, we'll catch one of yours too. <laughs> I want to hear your evilness. <laughs> All right. Let's do, uh, let's do the first one. Let's, um, let's listen to it first. No. Yeah. Listen to it. So this is a band I had brought up before called Wormwitch. It's kind of funny because their name is Wormwitch. And I mean, they're not like a world away from Skeleton Witch, you know, uh-huh. like they're a black metal band first. And then, you know, they've got a lot of thrash in there. And I mean, you heard it, like just big fucking riffs and stuff. But their first album I really liked. Like I was like, I listened to it a lot. It didn't make my end of the year list. But this one is like a whole nother level up, like. Maybe a little less thrashy, but like they changed it up. They just have big riffs and like there's there's dissection in there. There's some Watain. It's like they take a little bit from all the good stuff and just made this one album that just has a little bit of every like if you like any kind of black metal, you should check it out. But it's not like the raw, extreme, extreme, extreme stuff. It's very like, you know, it's not that hard to get into. Very accessible. Yeah, exactly. I like the last album. Oh, you did? did go yeah, I did check it out after you brought it up and it never made a list or anything like that, but I did enjoy it. But uh, I have this one downloaded. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like ready to play. Cool. That song was Two Wolves. And the album two. was Heaven That Dwells Within. Uh, okay. 
I was going to bring it up in the last cast, but I the album do. wasn't out yet. So I uh, figured, you know, now it's been out for a minute. So yeah, I mean, that sounded awesome. I was really, really, really digging that. So and yeah, I think I you do, would like that's it. why it sounds familiar. Because yeah, you did uh, bring up uh, Strike Mortal Soil. Yeah, a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember giving that a listen and enjoying it, but I don't think I really appreciated it much because I feel like that was a little bit more slower. So maybe. I mean, more, I don't know, maybe more like Doomy elements. I forget, man. I remember like not liking it for some reason, but liking parts of it. But Mm -hmm. I hear the speed with this. So that's why I was like, fuck yeah. That one had huge highlights. This one is a full through listen. Okay. That's ballin'. It's on my list so far, you know, to keep track of forgetting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't wait to uh, check that out. So. All right. Who's next? Stanwee. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, I've been lazy this year, so I've been playing catch up the last two months. Um, <laughs> so, I listened to a lot of shit, and a lot of shit actually was like one time listens. And, like, I kind of like have a list of what I need to go back and check out. But, uh, this one I'm bringing is from January, I believe. End of January. Um, <laughs> you go- <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm playing, ca- playing catch up. It's May, uh, dude. I know, dude. I I know, but uh, yeah, I, I gotta start sometime, right? Next I don't want to start. It's gonna in... be like 2014. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Well, I don't want to start this shit in November, so like, yeah, I might as well start now, right? <laughs> um, I'm. Uh, you guys ever heard of the band Alter Age? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys listen to their new album? No. The approaching roar. No. Okay. Well, let's just listen to it. Yeah, so Alter Age. <laughs> What's the name? Alter Age. 
Man, that was dark. Yeah, that Dude, was yeah, really that's, dark. Okay, so, uh, you know, obviously I told you guys last time, like, I've been getting all that dirty death shit, you know, it's just been getting annoying, but this one, like, it just was special in a way that it kept going back to it. You and going it's, through it's some dark just, stuff? It's like, it's <laughs> creepy as fuck, but it's like so, like, the riffs are so catchy, and it's like so atmospheric that it's like not creepy if it makes sense like it's just very enjoyable record i like first listened through i was like oh my god this is fucking good like you know i wasn't expecting my... that from you holy yeah, shit I know. did you i know did it's you one see of those... they're like they play like with black hoods on and shit These oh guys yeah are... yeah they seem like fucked yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> they seem interesting. what are you talking about that's oh, no, i know like they seem like awesome but like <laughs> <laughs> he went from they seem fucked to, well, yeah they're fucked they though seem... oh, they're that's like the music though that explains so much. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. like, that's exactly how the music is. It's like... Out the it's, rage. It's fucked, but it's, like, awesome. Like, Well, that's what I was going to say. I wasn't really digging it at first until it, like, broke. And then yeah. went into that, like, dissonant shit. I was like, oh, this is kind of fucking intriguing. And then... It is. I just wanted it, to keep listening, so... Yeah, thank but, you. And like, it's one of those albums you got to listen through all the way through, but it's definitely... It's different. Different if you're still in the dirty death. A little bit of like even like noise elements, I guess, right? Yeah, noisy, doomy. There's like one song that's like the three minutes are just doom riffs. Yeah, you know, and okay, then goes into that, that shit. One. Yeah, it's good. Well, I'm intrigued. I'll I'll give it a, a check out. Yeah. What was the song called? That was oh shit. I don't even know. Uh, knowledge, I believe, actually. Okay. Alrighty, so um, I guess uh, just listen to it and then we can talk about it. Like everybody else. abrupt <laughs> yeah. i didn't like the way that song ended yeah, that was abrupt <laughs> I'm, I'm very sorry I, I did it in a rush i'll fade it out for your lazy I'll f- ass i'll fade you out i could fade i'll fade the track out i could 
Yeah, you faded out for me. <laughs> Actually, we could put a better one in there. Well, okay, I guess I should talk about it real quick and then talk about why I picked that track. So that was the latest gem from the Artisan era. That was Warforged, that the name of the band. And the album was, is it I Voice or One Voice? I don't know. I don't know. Exactly how to say it. Who yeah, knows? like one. Yeah, well, it's one semicolon. Volume one and voice. Well, volume one yeah, voice. Yeah, there you go. Like- yeah, okay, whatever Stan said. Um I don't know how to fucking describe this shit. I picked, I guess, a safe clip because I wanted to draw Stan in, but yeah, I could have. I was digging it. <laughs> yeah, because well, that's the thing is, I could have picked you a clip that would have sounded like it came from some random avant-garde jazz yeah. set somewhere, okay. <laughs> and then I could have picked you another clip that would have sounded like some classical piano. I mean, there was a little bit of it in there, but. The thing is, the fucking album's all over the place. Like, I don't know what to call it. I don't know if it's some atmospheric. I mean, there's some black metal elements in there. There's a lot of death metal elements. There's some progressive shit. It's technical as fuck. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's literally all over the place. Mm -hmm. And the songs, they all got meat on them. So there's nothing that's under six minutes. So the song that I played for you there was Nightfall Came. I know Jason's listened to it, so I'd love to hear what he has to say about yeah. it. It's but a I dense fucking album, that's for sure, dude. I I'll, I completely agree, but I feel like it's like one of those like perfectly written musical journeys where you just put it on, and then like I'll honestly like, not realize that it's over. Like I had it on when I was like doing shit around the house, or like you know, like when I'm I don't know when I'm driving, like I'll just have it on and I'll just be driving, and then I'm like, oh shit, I'm at my destination. I gotta like turn this off now. So. I don't know. I feel I feel what you're saying, but I just feel like I'm so intrigued because yeah. there's so much shit going on that I'm like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Well, that's but what I yeah. liked about it too. I, I haven't been in the mood to like listen to as much as I wanted to. That's why I was glad you were bringing it in though because it's, it's really good. And like you said, it's just like super intriguing. So if you're like the kind of person that, you know, you want to hear something that's just going to like make you think about it, like what's going on right now instead of just like cool riffs and stuff, then this is probably the one because it's- Cause all the, over the fucking place. So yeah, many random shit happened. And the thing that really intrigued me about it was the amount of, well, is this like some sort of like weird super group or some shit? Like I don't, all these people I feel like come from they, other um, bands. I don't or, know. I know they like got a whole lot of guest musicians on it. That's what I was going to say too. The guest musician list is kind of fucked up, which made me seem feel like this was like some sort of like a side project or something for all of the main members. And then they brought... I don't know. I want to listen. I know that there's an album that came out before this. Um, yeah, an EP. That was, yeah, uh, they had a single in 2015, but they had an EP in 2014 and then a demo. So this is their first full-length album. So When I uh, when I talked to Brody from Rivers of Nile last year, when mm-hmm. I asked him like what he recommends listening to, he was all about like this upcoming release. Like before it was out, uh, he was like, okay. yeah, this, which doesn't, it makes sense, you know. It does make sense, yeah. They're way different, but... You know, you take that river sound, but blacken it up and make it a little bit more weird. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you you know they could tour together for sure. Yeah, yeah, you definitely had me intrigued. If you would have showed me this last year, I'd been like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but no, right now, yeah, I'm like all about that. Like, just get me intrigued. Yeah, it's give a me something great like album stand. Yeah. All right, I'm not gonna tell you what this one is because I want to see if you guys can guess it. You, you should know. You should be able to get it.
Is it Hear full it? of hell? Yeah. Yeah, D- Dylan gave it yeah. away. Yeah, exactly. But they sound different. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, that's a new album, Weeping Choir. Mm. And that track, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's Yigrumal the Many, Y-G-R-U-M-A-L, <laughs> the Many. <laughs> I don't know. Yigrumal. <laughs> Whatever. Listen to the whole album anyways, because it's just anyhow yeah fucking nuts like that clip pretty much tells you i mean it's just fuck like stan said it's a little different than trumpeting ecstasy from last year that one was like super death metal heavy yeah where this one takes like progressive almost yeah this is like real in your fucking face (laughs) like all over the place i mean like progressive full of hell yeah are you fucking kidding that okay so that's the thing if you had come into that band just based off their last album you'd be shocked to hear this but dude, they've done collab. They've done a collaboration with that with this super famous or you know popular noise artist. They've done a bunch of collabs with this other like band, The Body, where they go really weird and stuff. And you know, and their older stuff is just even more grindy and noisy. So like, they kind of took a little bit of all their shit and made this one. I know, like Dylan was saying, it's it's kind of like a companion to the last one, and it does like it definitely is similar. Production is the same and all that. You know, it's, they went back to. God City with what's his name, Kurt Ballou and all that. But it's it's way more um they just tried more on it. They just did more like you said, that fucking like that crazy saxophone that they just twisted around in there and shit. Yeah, that was fucked up, dude. <laughs> yeah. Th- th- that was that full song too, so. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> uh better than last. I don't know yet, but it's definitely okay. no worse. Like to me it's I don't know. The last one had a few really catchy just like Hard, but yet hard hitting songs. Like yeah. this one doesn't have, you know, that same kind of like crawling back to God. Like there's a few ones on the last one that are pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. But um, it's this one's on my end of the year list already too. Like you know what I mean? Uh, it's really fucking good. I mean, the first three tracks are super hard hitting. They're all like a minute, minute and a half long kind of songs. They have a couple that are more long and experimental. They've got one that's like full on just noise and you know, you know, it's just mm-hmm. all over the place. It's worth at least one listen just to hear what the, like. Try and wrap your head around what they're doing. The fucking Dylan's nuts. I mean, he's so nuts. I'm not going to check it out just because I want to see what he does always, but he's one of my favorite vocalists, like for sure. Just listen to the, the voices he can pull off on this thing. It's like, dude is like a <laughs> disgusting animal. Like, yeah, it's it's nuts. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool, though. Highly recommend it. Cool. All right. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Dan? I, okay. There, I don't have a clip for this one. Um, it's just I actually just listened to it today, but I thought it was so cool that I just do, do want to bring it up. Have you guys heard the new Nocturnus CD? No, but I've been meaning to check it out. Okay, dude. If if you guys had liked the key at all, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but I do. Yeah, you, for sure. you just got to check this CD out. It's just it's so cool to like trip down memory lane. It's like it's Nocturnus AD. It's like Mike Browning's. Oh yeah, Re- I see, reboot I of Nocturnus. Yeah.
But it's just so, like one of those things of nostalgia. If you want to just like kind of just like get that feeling of, oh, man, first time you heard the key, like listen to this one. It's cool. So is it, it's pretty similar then? Oh, yeah. It's just like it probably trying too hard to like be like the key. But it was cool. It mm. was it kept me, you know, it was just it was it was cool to listen to it. See, I'm glad you said it because I was like, I don't know. Do I really want to check it out or not? Just because. Is this going to be on the end of the year? No, probably not. But like if you if you're in the mood and you're just like thinking of that CD, the key, like just like put this one on and see what you think of it. And, you know, it's good. It's good enough to check out for sure. What's the name of this one? Uh, Paradox. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. I had seen it in the inbox and was thinking about it because it actually came through just recently to Detroit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Just like, because I know like, they just reformed and everything. So yeah, it's like, yeah. it's, there's a whole bunch, there's a history to the band, but like, this is like the original guys. Like, yeah, yeah. He's basically trying to do the follow-up to the key and it was, it were, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I'll check it out. Shoddy? Uh, yeah. So this is an album I've been uh, looking forward to for uh, probably the last 10 years. I guess. Um, well, I guess I didn't know that I was going to be looking forward to it until I uh, talked to the man behind the album. And he told me that it was like in the works. So what I'm talking about is the um, rebirth of the end of an era um, and Fury's album that came out in 2009. So we are now 2019. It's the 10th anniversary and they rebirthed it for us. So obviously it was completely remastered. And the new re-recorded, uh, right? Re- it was re-recorded yeah. as well. Yeah, that's that's correct. And uh, what they did was um, the new additions that they've brought in into the band since. So obviously a new drummer, new bassist, and new um, vocalist. Um, they all added their own little uh, licks into this. So the bass lines have been not completely reworked, but I mean, you definitely can tell, uh, you know, the difference, the flair that was added in there. But overall, I would just say it sounds like a much more polished, beautiful rendition of the album that I fell in love with in 2009.
I mean, I honestly, when it first came out, I would listen to this one and then the other one and then this one and the other one. And I honestly still, uh, this is the superior of the two. So, yeah. So it was worth, yeah, because um, I was just going to say, like, the re-recording thing always scares me. But, I mean, if it's for an album like this where it was, I mean, that's a, it was, needed you could, it. Dude, there were some solos and no shit to anybody, but they were, like, Malcolm even said in the interview when I had him in 2016 that he would just fucking go. And when he read the recording, like, that was, like, just what he played there. And some of the shit didn't even make sense when he listened to it after the fact. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, everything's just much more polished. Shit flows a little bit better. I mean, it's not that transitions were a little hiccupy on the other one, but like, I mean, it's just this is just this I mean, one needed it. Yeah, like you Jason can't said, tell. it's very. It was it was sloppy in a way, but it was like such good songs and such good riffs that it's this one worked really well because it is very iffy when you re-record that shit. Yeah, because I get pissed sometimes. Like, I mean, I you feel, know what I mean I when you re-record something that like doesn't need to be. I'm always like, what? The, what do? You, why are you yeah. doing that? I know we got that after the barrel interview and like I was just thinking about like when they re-recorded that rare form album dude that mm-hmm. was so much better which was a good idea so like I yeah. feel like yeah those are both situations where if it calls for it the first quality kind of sucks and you have good mm-hmm. songs there still so like that's probably how this is I haven't really listened much I'm just I've never I don't know for some reason in Fury still never clicked with me 100% that there's that one CD I don't think it's this one I think it was um Path Path yeah that one yeah. I actually really do dig quite a bit but I, I should well, one's, probably give this one another listen. Yeah, that one's perfect. But this one could it it it, it was a good idea to redo it. Yeah, yeah. Jason, and I did you, the, I did it was fun because I did the same thing Shotty was doing, going back and forth, back and mm-hmm, forth, and like yeah, picking yeah. out the picking out the parts, and it was fun. Yeah, I mean it's probably gonna make my end of the year list, and then I'm gonna get shit for it. But I don't really <laughs> give a fuck because it's a great goddamn album. So <laughs> what are you talking about? Make your end of the year list. That's your number one. I'm calling spoilers, it right now. Spoilers <laughs> right now. It'll be one A because I'll have to have an actual like one of something that came out this year. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, we'll it's a great it. fucking we'll album. The entry. Yeah, we'll when re- the time comes, we'll review it, and then it'll get shot down, and then I'll just say "fuck you guys." <laughs> so, <laughs> I love all the listeners, but I don't like my castmates sometimes. <laughs> all right, uh, all right um, what do you have for us now, Jason? One more here, and now yeah. this one—I mean, we don't have to listen to it if you don't want. I mean, Shadi, you probably haven't listened to it, but this is what is, is, uh, it? What is it? What is the it? The new Spirit Adrift. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, okay. I haven't okay. listened to it, so if you don't mind, I would like to listen to okay. it because I probably won't I otherwise. Too. Okay, then we'll check it out. Um, The track that I picked was Tortured by Time.
So, I don't know, man. It was really hard to pick a clip, pick a song, because these are longer songs. And, you know, they a lot of them have just super long instrumental intros, and then they build. And then, like this one, I, I almost picked the build-up where it really hits, like, the like the emotional part, which is so cool, like, at the, towards the middle end of the song. But, you know, you kind of have to have the whole song for it to, to hit right. So, I like this. This my, It's probably my favorite favorite song on there and one of my favorite songs of the year probably it's like probably the most like the last album maybe it's the most doomy um but the rest of the album has a shit ton of like heavy metal like a lot of metallica influence there's ozzy on here i mean there's just it's way more you know traditional heavy metal than doom at this point and um it's just like another honestly perfect album vocals got better and it's just, it's like, like you were saying about the other one, other album, like it's a journey because every song has got its own character. It's very different from song to song. So Stan, have you listened to anything from it? No, I'm pissed. Okay. I'm going to tell the listeners what's going on with this. <laughs> so we got, <laughs> we got the promo for this and Jason, I don't know what he was doing, but he used up all the promo codes, so I can't download the damn thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I brought it up to him a month ago when we got the promo and then he said it finally got fixed. It didn't get fixed. I can't get it. I asked him about it. He's like, well, why don't you just buy it like a real fan? Well, no, I want to download it right now. And then when they come here, I want to, you know, give them cash in person that goes directly towards the band and buy my, my stuff. I like, a lot of bitching and moaning going on right now. Poor baby I'm didn't get not, his promo. I'm just not a streaming guy. I like downloading something, putting it into iTunes on my phone. That's just how I like doing stuff. So, no, I haven't listened to it yet. Hey, man, uh, brother. I thought maybe you would have checked a single out. Oh, I did t- check the single. Ch- obviously, the video and shit, and I was digging that. Like, I just, oh, yeah. I know this is going to be like, this is an album you have to listen to. It's not just you pick a song and listen to it. You got to listen start to finish, and it is. I'm waiting for that. So, so, so I was enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not uh, made for you, it. Shoddy, yeah, probably. But I'll but... listen to it, though. I was really enjoying that song. So, yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like I'm looking at the song lengths right now. I mean, if I hate it, it's not that long of an investment. It's what, just a little bit over a half an hour, it looks like. It's not super long. So, yeah, I mean it looks I mean, yeah. Whatever. It's a good I'll let my up. spirit adrift. Yeah, I'll change it up a little bit. Yeah. So. Like when you don't want the brutal and you just want something a little different but still metal. Driving I mean, with the, the song, wife in the car, I'll put it on. You could. Yeah. The song I would love to hear, like I I would have loved to just play the whole song of Angel and Abyss just to hear like the reactions to it because it's the other like highlight on there. It goes from like something that they maybe would have been on the other, the last album, like kind of more, oh, dude, I don't know, like, like kind of like the slower instrumental stuff that Metallica would do mm-hmm. with like crazy leads to start off. And then it goes into some kind of like mellowy stuff. And then the song literally breaks halfway through and it's like, what the fuck? This is like a Ozzy song. I mean, like old school riffing, but it all works somehow. Like even at the end of the song, he does like an Ozzy laugh, like, you have, if you hear it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But it's just a fucking great album. Like you have to check it out. And I know we'll probably we'll try and get a chance to talk to them when they come through in a few weeks. Oh, that's it's a few weeks. Good, I can finally listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's all for me. I think that's all for all of us. Yeah. Do, do we want to talk about one album? Amada Marth. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Why not? Berserker. Be- Berserker. <laughs> Shoddy's the one that's been 
pushing it. So let's yeah, hear I you was first. pushing it real hard. I was hammering it to these motherfuckers. And for I mean, everybody probably knows Jason won't talk to us about music anymore because he saves everything for the podcast. Yep. So I'll text him. I'll be like, hey, did you guys listen to Berserker yet? Jason, dude, save it for the cast. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Like, you can't even just tell me if you like it or if you listen to it. I like it. to keep you in suspense. Like, yeah, he keeps me in suspense all day long, dude. It's like a fucking cliffhanger. I'm Matisse. just hanging there tease he is a tease he's a he's a tall dark handsome tease that just leaves me on a cliffhanger the whole time so anyway i mean i put the motherfucker on for first song i was sold fafner's gold i was that's it i thought i was like all right we're good on golfing the other day when Shotty was home and Jason unfortunately couldn't come with us so I pull up right next to the car I was like fuck Jason let's talk about this Amon and Martha <laughs> no, well, son of a bitch <laughs> yeah yeah we did dude sorry sorry bro we didn't say bitch. too much but like yeah. oh dude I'm with Shotty I loved it I loved every second of it okay I thought you were gonna say the opposite oh fuck no I, I was worried it- honestly I was worried that you guys were both gonna hate it again Dude, how could you? I have no idea. It's like, like it was. I mean, it sings from start to finish. I mean, the the songs that stood out for me are Fafner's Gold, obviously, and uh, number five is that Valkyria. I don't know how to pronounce oh, yeah. that, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but literally the CD is listened to. I mean, I listened to it solidly for like three days from start to finish. It was just every time I'd get in the car, that's what I put on. So I just loved yeah. it because it was like it was like Twilight again, like. Uh, it just it gave me that feeling, and no amount of Marth album since then has like gave me that like that much joy. So this one was just like it was like refreshing. To, it was like Twilight of the Thunder Gods again. Jason, what do you think about it? So I don't like not like it, but okay. I definitely don't love it. Huh? Yeah. Like I mean, you know, okay. it's like I I get what you're saying. Go ahead. I mean, okay. It just it's a to me. I disagree with what Stan said, being like it's a you know it's Twilight again. Like I feel like 
you know, Yams Viking was a they they kind of changed their sound a little bit on that one. It got a little more accessible, I would think maybe. And this one to me, it, it feels like even more. Like they mm. they toned down the death and they amped up the you know arena ready you know sing along anthems and um you know that kind of thing like like they did on the last one a little bit raise your horns and all that and it's fun like don't get me wrong it's a good listen i just don't see myself putting it on a ton but i mean there's some highlights i mean shield wall is a fun one to sing along yeah, to she, it is it is <laughs> the well, first three okay. i just was kind of i don't know i wasn't loving it but as it goes through and gets further in i actually kind of liked it better like some of the more less straightforward fun ones actually like i kind of got more into like okay. later in the album do you know what, do you know what i mean and i'm yeah, i'm agreeing I mean, with something you're uh, some of the stuff you're saying and i'm and when i say it's like twilight it's not it is no way like twilight it's more the feeling i get from this one is the same feeling i got from twilight mm, okay so you know what i mean like it just hit me the same way it wasn't the, the songs are nothing like you know that but the it's just the melodies are just so yeah, fucking I good and it's just like I takes over your body and you're just like go oh, fuck yes <laughs> yeah i mean i completely agree with you though jason and with you stan i mean it's that's exactly how i feel as well i mean i understand that it's not going to be twilight it's not going to be with odin i mean it's it's not going to you know but i'm just saying for what it is now and for where they're going now i've accepted it and i'm happy with what they've produced so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean it was we'll talk about it in a little bit but i mean it's it, it was I, I thought it was great sound so yeah, we can't. Oh, I don't think we're ever gonna get what they had before. I mean, they'll still play some shit from bef- in the past, but I mean, yeah, they'll yeah. never make a one cent from the Golden Hall again. No, they won't. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I they're wish on they a would, different but. journey now. They're you know, I mean, they're fucking touring with Slayer and shit. So I mean, it makes sense to put an album out like this. And like when I heard it live, I really like some of those songs sounded even better. It's just something about it. I just, I don't know. Like, am I gonna go back to it? I just don't know if I will. I mean, okay, I guess let me what it you. did was it, it sparked me to listen to their old shit again. So after I got done yeah. with listening to it for a little bit, because I knew that we were going to talk about it, and it's on a Marth. I mean, I want to fucking, I don't want to miss shit, and I don't want to write it off after a couple albums. So I thought it was a real fun listen. But after I listened to it for a couple days, I mean, I just went back. So, I mean, I was listening to, like, Twilight and shit a lot and with Odin. So, I mean, and I just kept going back and back and back. So, yeah. yeah. What were you going to say, Stan? Um, no, I just, Jason, what do you think of uh, Yams Viking nowadays? Um, st- I still like it. And I, I, I'm, I, some, for, for, with Amon Amarth, I, you can hear the lyrics so well. So like mm-hmm. for me, a, a good Amon Amarth song has good lyrics. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what I liked about some of the ones on this one. Like there was a few that kind of like told a good story or like anything with the battle involved. I like a lot when mm-hmm. it's Amon Amarth. I don't really love like the Thor shit and all that, that much, you know? So that might have been part of the problem where well, Yams Viking, that's why I love it. It's like, I love, I put it on and I'm like really engaged in it. I'm listening to the story of it. It makes sense. And it's musically, <laughs> I, I do still really like that one. But it, was see, this like I, a concept album or some shit? Because that's what I was wondering no. too. This is very heavily like Thor related. And no, it's just, that's how their old shit was though. You know? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This no, is that's like true. That's I put true. Yams Viking on a couple weeks ago and I turned it off after three songs. I couldn't do it. Like I literally mm. couldn't do it. Okay. So this was very refreshing for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. It's not bad. I just, yeah. I still probably put Yams Viking above it, but it seems like it's getting mixed. Some people love it. Some people don't. Yeah, well, same here. I mean, yeah. I liked Yams Viking when it came out, so I mean, yeah, I've liked I did both too of them. When, I did too when it came out, but like, I mean, I haven't. Now, I've, no. 
there's some songs that I still love from it, but yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. All right. Throwback? Yeah. Let's throwback. do it. Arch Enemy, Black Earth, their first their first album. They've got a shit ton out now, but this is the first one back in 1996. Do we just want to rate it first? Yeah. I mean, do, do these ratings even matter? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to rate it fucking badass. I'll go ultra badass. Ultra badass. <laughs> not not, not give baddest like a... ass, no, but it's pretty ultra badass. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not giving it numbers. It's just like a... a you can. Well, I think it's a goddamn masterpiece. You yeah, fucking tease. Yeah, I well, know, I, dude. That's why I asked: Do we really rate these? Because we pick these throwbacks, yeah, why and they're, we, why the they're fuck all masterpieces, pick, really. Yeah, well, you have like platinum, like diamond, fucking Kryptonium, ballin' ass, like albums to listen to all the time. Like, how can I not like this? Like, how did I not listen to this before? Like, where has this been all my life? Eureka! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Seriously, Eureka! And it's, God damn it's, it! It's almost weird that we do, we haven't talked about Arch Enemy no, probably ever, or if we did, it was very minimal. You know, 
That's why I said that you probably have the most history because just like Shoddy, I've never listened to this album. I mean, I take that back. I did check it out once just to hear like the old vocalist and I had heard a little bit from the second album, but like I just never gave it the time of day really. Yeah, and I remember I you bringing I it up. I never respected it. I seriously, I was like, Arch Enemy, fuck that shit. I don't like, I was right. being, being an asshole, but like. Uh, but there's such a there's such a big respectable like good band i, oh I, I it's just a, you know it's weird that we haven't like and you're right well, when I, I was d- younger i checked out that doomsday i think machine one or whatever is that the first and i was one younger with, and i yeah. did like it a little but it just they just never did it for me that much but i remember we, we were talking about how work and i feel like you were like oh yeah you should at least go and check out the first few yeah and that's oh i mean god of dude. course i said yeah whatever and never <laughs> did it but but that's the thing is like think about how like some of like we must sound like assholes to some of our listeners. Yeah. Like they probably like they were like, Oh, these guys are fucking idiots. Like it's two thousand nineteen and they're just discovering black earth. Like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Like, yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm gonna step on my own fingers when I get done recording this podcast. Cause I I mean, yeah, like literally I haven't listened to anything but this album for I mean they were like since I put it on basically they were like all right we need to listen to that and I was like what the fuck is this I gotta listen to this dumb arch enemy album <laughs> I was expecting it to be shitty and then bury me an angel comes on and I was like oh my Holy god I've been wrong shit. about so much and then I get to Eureka and then I just went back to bury me an angel again and then started it over <laughs> so like I literally listened to it probably for like two solid days and then I was like I want to see if the next one is as good so I put stigmata on. And I think I got two stigmata before I needed to go back to Beast of Man again. And then it's just been a solid, like, I don't want to go on again, though, because I don't know if it's going to be as good as these two. So you I'm didn't do the third? Not. Like, dude, I, I like, oh. I, so I went to Burning Bridges and I think I went, like, I got the Pilgrim and I was like, no, 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 no. I got to listen to stigmata more first okay, before okay. I go on. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so I'm I sorry. We got, well, we'll go can't. all the way back, though. We got, we got it. We just, Black Earth. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my my history with this, we just heard Shotties from today or from this last week, but my history with this band is I, you know, this is one of those bands back in the day, uh, Jason from Requiem, our history teacher, he, you know, he's like, you got to check this out like this, you know, they got this female vocalist and stuff. And, you know, they're kind of a, a bigger band The more little, some of their songs are more accessible than others and you know i thought it was cool but it was like kind of wrote off arch enemy and then it's when i found out it sounds like stands a sexist based on this episode (laughs) i know this sounds so bad (laughs) no i I don't get me wrong i do love a lot of their songs their later stuff and like yeah it's just like bands like venom prison and (laughs) yeah (laughs) son of a bitch I'm sorry. I mean, he has a daughter too. That's the sad thing. You think he would be like empowering women? No, it's. I'm fucking with you. I know. But you, you know what I mean, though. Nothing against the vocalist is probably some of the more stronger stuff of the later stuff, you know. But it was just kind of wrote him off. I was like, yeah, it's all right and stuff. And then it's when I found out Carcass and Carnage and the you know got into the Swedish death metal that I found like I this these first three albums i guess you know i to be honest i'm not too familiar with burning bridges that much but the first two i did listen to quite a bit over the last couple of years 
And okay. I mean, yeah. I can just tell you that I want to listen to anything that Johan Liva has has sung on. <laughs> so, like, is, is Hearst good? I mean, I'm just jumping forward like a lot. I, I don't know. No, okay, but, well, I'll let you know because I'm gonna. That, that's the next thing that's on my list to listen to. Is, <laughs> See, I never loved. That's the thing why I didn't listen to them that much. I never. I just never loved Angela's vocals that much. Some. Angela, well, that's the thing is Angela. I'm talking about Johan though. Like, no, I know, I know. I'm just oh, saying like that was my thing. Like, yeah, it wasn't because yeah. she was a female. Just something about it there's something a different that she sounds actually, yeah they're just exactly it's just they're totally different, different yeah but this one i mean so start there vocals because this dude is like oh honestly so, God, dude. <laughs> so oh, if you guys aren't up on the history so him and michael were in carnage their very first you know early swedish death metal together yeah before they put out the their full length because that was pretty much the dismember guys but these guys have been together for a while and then they said you know he started arch enemy and then he brought in joe and what's his name well Jonah. you're skipping carcass though too yes yeah so well, i mean it's a whole history carcass. <laughs> yeah well i'm just saying it i mean that gives you I know some, saying, some people might well, not know i don't know you but, have to talk about it if you talk about this album you have to talk about carcass because obviously but so yeah. michael amott the redhead um <laughs> <laughs> carnage carcass but he, he left right after hard work Yes. And, and then he started. went right into this, which I read it was supposed to be just a side project. I think you're right. Yeah. And then the people just fucking loved it. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, they brought right. in uh, the one, I don't know, Erlanson brother, Daniel. Yeah. Who he was playing Eucharist. Eucharist, yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of like a super group almost. Exactly, like, yeah. But so, like, the vocals to me, I the, most, the closest thing I can compare it to is, like, Entombed. Oh, Yeah. You know, like, it's not like your normal American death metal growling or anything else entombed. Even, I mean, both for those first two albums, really, it's it's that not so much. I mean, it's more of like a shout. It's almost, okay, I, I might get some shit for this, but it's almost like a cleaner LG. Like, he's got a... A what? A, he's, it's LG, Petrov. Entombed. Oh, LG from yeah, entombed. yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's almost cleaner version of you yeah. know he LG's more raw. This one's more you can hear everything he's saying and but yeah, yeah, same same style. Right. So why do you like this one better than the later shit? That this album. Yeah. Well, okay. This one's special though. This one's this one. Do you guys classify classify it as like melodic death metal? I don't. Yeah. You don't. No. What is it? What is it to you then? Because I more, feel like that's what it's it, more of a straight death metal album to me. Not I shouldn't say it's straight death metal. It's a more of a Swedish death metal album to me. Well, mm-hmm. the, but Swedish death metal is inherently melodic, though. So, like, with you saying that, come on. Yeah, really but I'm just saying. Okay, so their but, but so, their their later stuff is very very. You know, it's a formula. It's melodic death metal. Well, you're you're right, but I would I would I mean this one's I very com- aggressive. I very agree with you. Brutal. I'm with you, Stan. Like maybe seventy percent. Like yeah, I'll take seventy. <laughs> it's it's close. <laughs> it's close to heart work in that it's like it's definitely different than like the Gothenburg melodic shit. You know? Yes. It's yeah. First first things first is they wrote a death metal album, but then they just throw in enough melody but Dude. also like heavy metal or like the like new album riffs changes and, shit. and shit too but like they're playing with time signature and it's like more than just like i don't know it's like fucked up more so though they have the groove of the m tombs and the dismembers you know right. the groove is there that's why i say it's more of a just a straight swedish death metal album than like yeah 
Yeah, it stands on its own, no doubt, from any of their other albums. Like even like Stigmata and onward, it's like they do start getting more like melodic yeah. death metal. For sure. Like th- that's why I don't like Stigmata as much as I like this one and the third one because I feel like that middle one, it's like it doesn't have the brutality. Like this one just it's so heavy. It, you know, it's a brutal album, but yet all of a sudden you're head banging your head and it's just brutal. And then all of a sudden they throw in that like fucking heavy metal riff, hair metal almost, you know, at times like, mm-hmm. and you're like, what in the fuck is going on? Like you, you're not even expecting it. There's no formula to it. Like, like you said, saying like some melodic death metal gets pretty formulaic, but like this does not follow a formula. It's just like, oh, let's throw a crazy fucking lead in there. Let's throw a mm-hmm. solo. Let's, and it's never when you expect it. Yeah. I think that's why I loved it too. I mean, Stigmata was just a little beautiful, though, when I was listening to it. That's, I think, and I guess maybe that's just my fucking soft spot for melodic death metal. But, yeah, yeah, I guess that's maybe why I was still digging it. But I completely agree with what you guys are saying. I mean, yeah, it is a little bit more random and a little bit more fucked up. And they're just making an album with no, yeah, it's, it's still, it's, I don't know how the fuck I haven't listened to it until now. (laughs) And it really, really, really depresses me because this 32 minutes and 48 seconds of, solid fucking gold so and i'll still listen to it i mean i'm gonna hunt this you know this is gonna go into the album collection because this is a yeah. this is fucking yeah this is a great i mean the art is also you know very intriguing yeah i don't know what else to say about it i mean we were i was an idiot for so long well dude i'm with you man like that's why i, I was mean, listening to it the other day and i was like you gotta do this it was like yeah. weird because yeah i always love this album there's a couple of these songs i just love like We'll get into, it, I guess, in a second. But like Jason, like brought this up. Like, hey, what about Arch? I was like, what the fuck did he just say? Like, really? <laughs> like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm on board. But like, <laughs> I was kind of, I was like blown, pissed dude. off. I was like, ah, oh, fucking so, god. Okay, what? Uh, so what made you? What were you going through at that moment? Or were you like, how did you get like listening to this the other day? Like before we decided to do <laughs> I it. Don't even. You know what? I think. Um, I had posted something on Twitter about like different shit. And I think Phil from Phil's breakfast metal, I think he mentioned like listening to early arch enemy. Okay. And I, and I also thought back to you bringing it up and I don't think he was even talking about this album, but you know, I was just like, I've never done that. And I've, and I've kind of been with you. Like I've been trying, I've been listening a little more melodic death. Okay. I think that was it. And I, like I said, I, I realized like, man, I really have just never actually and- just fucking listened to it. And my mind was blown. Like I just, Every riff that would pop out at me, you know, or like I would just t- every song I was surprised by something. I was like, mm-hmm. man, you don't hear enough people talk about that album. When, when you hear Arch Enemy, it's usually. And it, de- it deserves to be up there with the you yeah. know, classics of Swedish death yep, metal. I completely agree. We shouldn't be talking about Arch Enemy has a female vocalist. We should be talking about Black Earth. <laughs> like, yeah, who's sexist that, well, now? I'm, yeah. Well, because I'm not trying to be sexist, but the only, like, that's the reason, like, whenever anybody, you know, oh, did you, did you see this metal band? They have a female vocalist and they're really, really big. Like, that's cool. But, like, talk about Black Earth. Like, that was some yeah. great music that they made way back in the day. Like, Well, they did push that a little bit, the female thing. I remember well, when they I were, you know. I know they did. Yeah, I know they did. I mean, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to be a sexist at all. I mean, I was diving I listened to one song with Larissa. I think it was off of what Wages of Sin, I think. I think mm-hmm. like maybe Heart of Darkness. And I wasn't hating her tone by any means. So I just feel like there was a different vibe of the band when I was listening to a little bit of that. So That's what it is. But I mean, I'll, they tuned their guitars oh, up. I'm sorry, that was Angela. Did I say Angela? 
No, but yeah, what you mean. <laughs> oh, okay. Did I, oh, I said Larissa. Yeah, my bad. They tune their guitars up from like B or whatever on this one up to like C, C and then C, later yeah. stuff. And yeah. I think this is yeah, standard C tuning on, on Wages of Sin. So, yeah, I mean. Stan, what was your favorite songs? Oh, uh, shit. I mean, Bury Me Angel is just a great <laughs> yeah. intro. Dark Insanity yeah. is Carcass just all over it. Yes, yeah. it is. Yep. Uh, what is Eureka? Uh, what is Eureka, Stan? Eureka is entombed all over it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I <laughs> do. Oh, this complex puzzle, that's my life. There's seriously not one bad song on this whole fucking album. No. Even that like um the one that's like the one track where it's just like an acoustic the solo. instrumental. Oh dude, yeah. it's like ridiculous. It's so good. <laughs> dude, what the what uh, I forget what song is it where it kind of like breaks out and then it like I don't know. I don't know. I'm I don't know even know how to explain it, but it just sounds very weird to be here in this yeah. album. Side note, we were talking about re-recordings. Have you heard the re-recorded version of what's it called? Um, it's with Angela, and they they took these first three CDs and picked like you know three from each or whatever and redid oh. them. No, I have not actually. I have not. No, but I, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to them. Yeah, I mean that's I never heard that. That's cool though. I expected to hate it. It's she did good. a pretty damn good job on a few of them. Actually, more I like some of it better than what she does normally. But it didn't have the same. You just kind of need those that vocals from the original dude. Like it's just punchier. It made more of like a. I don't know. It just fit those songs better. So I. I, I don't know. I, I felt like you didn't need to do it, but it kind of made sense. Like I'm sure most of her fans and fans from the later day probably never heard this shit or probably don't even like it. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what do you know what the album was called? Is it, it like is a called compilation. The root, the oh, root, the root of, of all evil. evil. Oh, okay, okay. It's definitely nowhere near as good, but it's experiment. Yeah. Kind of interesting to hear it. Yeah. Okay. But I would say definitely listen to Burning Bridges or whatever it's called, the third album, the last one with the yeah, Johan or whatever his name it. is. I'm getting to it. Yeah, it's um like I said, the first one's my favorite. Uh Stigmata's cool, but the third one, Stigmata is just like to me, it's like 
the first one's so brutal. Stigmata's kind of in the middle. And then the third one, it's like really melodic. And like, so I kind of, I kind of like either extreme. Mm-hmm. And so it's like so melodic that it's just like, whoa, these solos and these leads are just fucking beautiful and hits that kind of like that end for me. So, but yeah, those first three, man, they're just fucking great. Yeah. And then they, yes, uh, they, they started are, this project like where they're playing the, so the original members yeah. got back together and they're playing Shut the, the fuck early up. shit. Yeah. From the first yeah, three Yeah. They're called Black Earth, <laughs> <laughs> which is so weird because what? literally they just, it's the original formation of Arch Enemy. And then they yeah. just tour and play the early stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. But for now, it's only Japan. Ah. Uh, they got a couple singles. They put. They released a couple, or they released a couple new songs they made. And yeah, they're just playing shit from the first three. Japan only for now. That's, Hopefully, they get their asses over here. That's so fucked That's cool, up. though, because it, it fits because it's a different band. It really is like. Yeah. You know, get they should have it. a different name, but they don't. You know. Yeah. They're just. Yeah. yeah they're just performing the first. That's fucked up, dude. It's cool, though. That's real cool. It almost makes you think like, so would they rather do that? Are they just doing Arch Enemy for the money? Yeah, but that's or? the thing is how many of them are still in Arch Enemy hey, right I'll, now? I will say though, I don't know if you guys listen to Will of Power or what's it called? Will to Power. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I heard a lot of bad reviews, but I actually like that album a lot. And Is that the first one with Alyssa? No, it's the second one. It's the one that came out a couple of years ago. I mean, it's okay. different. It's very... Isn't well, Loomis, what's his name, Loomis or... Yeah, I believe that's the first one with him. But, I mean, there's some really fucking good songs. And Alyssa's like, oh, man, she's she's nice to look at. And, you know, she's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you find a video of her, great. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see I wrote it off. Like, I didn't even check it out, so... I, I mean, I'm not saying this ain't, though, it would... Maybe shouldn't even be in the discussion of Black Earth, but I mean, it's like you know, it's. I thought it was solid. Okay, I mean, hey, Michael Mott's on it. Yeah, I mean, it's not a waste of time, you know. No, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess that wraps it up, right? Yeah, yeah that's I mean, it. If you guys aren't on Patreon, get over there. We got a. What's the price, Stan? Oh, the price dude, of for, it's for the, the same price of going out the going out to eat one night a year you can you get, this is not even get, a good restaurant you're talking dude not even one night you're three dollars a, a month a lunch a lunch yeah i mean yeah, depending on where you live not, yeah you know i live in michigan so it's pretty <laughs> this cheap. is the, and this is actually this is a pretty hard bargain that i'm gonna throw out there but it is literally the cost of a chick-fil-a sandwich so if you can go without <laughs> having one chick-fil-a sandwich you can be part of the patreon group so yep. and you get yeah you get uh what what do I you mean, get? You get exclusive I mean, episodes. But dude, you I get, mean, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with everybody out there. If it's for a fucking Chick Fil A sandwich, fuck us. I'm doing the Chick Fil A sandwich. So extra pickles on that shit. I'm eating that fucking shit. But anyway, yeah. What are you saying, Sam? Like, you, <laughs> you get extra, free episodes. Yeah. You get uh, access to the all all access backstage pass of the Facebook group backstage lounge. You know, we we're talking every single day. There's multiple posts. If you, if you love metal, you need to be on there. Cause I mean, I can't even keep up with the shit that you guys are posting on there. Um, <laughs> what else do you get? Just fucking love from us. Bonus episodes. Last one, we talked about old shit. We've been listening to, which we don't oh, do on the cast too much. Y- you'll we probably, talked about show reviews. We were talking about just different discussion topics. But, so you're missing out. You're not hearing all this. Honestly, content. you'll probably be on the show at one point, and I'll write a song, uh, uh, intro song about you. So, I mean, That's that true. right there, mm-hmm. I mean. I mean, most importantly, though, you get access to a wonderful community and a family. Yeah, so, family. I mean, yeah. If, That's a yeah, good it's a, way to put it's it. It's really, it's a family. So 
Yeah. Yeah. I so, think that's all for us, though. I that's mean, it. Yeah. Somebody, I'm Stan I the Man. Yeah. <laughs> I am Evil J. And I'm Shoddy. And we want you to stay metal. 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 <laughs> talking about the slayer tour um oh yeah okay so i know where i was i was talking about i felt weird because i had never seen slayer and i'm a big fan of metal but thrash wasn't like my big gateway i know a lot of people thrash metal you know it's kind of like the big thing that got people into metal and for me it was like hardcore and metalcore and all that like what was it for you man was it anything where did you get into that thrash stuff when you were younger or what was like the the first stuff that got you into more of like the metal uh, dude, you know what? It was actually probably, we probably, we might have, I don't know how old you are, but we might have similar stories. I, uh, I grew up listening to like punk rock, like, like skate punk, like, you know, like no effects and no use for a name and, and, uh, strung out. Those were like some of my favorite bands. And then, uh, and then I started, uh, like getting into like more like hardcore punk, like Ensign and then, you know, like Comeback Kid and Bane and, uh, and those were like my bands growing up. Like I listened to a lot. Like Bane was like their album "Give Blood" was like such a big part of me growing up. Yeah, so yeah. Like, so it was like that. I'm running. Started to tra- yeah, dude, man. And it, it, it started to, to transition into like you know, like I started liking some metalcore bands, and you know, like I like really liked Adelaide Dying when I was growing up, and and you know, like a, a ton of other bands. And I loved Evergreen Terrace a lot when I was younger. It was like you know, like post hardcore, whatever they calling themselves and um that's kind of like what i grew up on you know yeah that's the same with me and sometimes it's like i know nowadays some people will give give metalcore shit and that kind of thing but it's like man i don't know i i i don't know if it's just the age gap or people who i think i feel like it's like a thing if you grew up on thrash then that's your thing and then if you're more i mean i'm 31 i don't know about you but so it's like maybe that age group you know you come into it a different way you know which is cool i don't you know yeah, I'm 35, so yeah, I hear you. I'm, I'm the same way. Like, you know, I grew up going to shows and stuff, man. Like every weekend, like we were going to shows and like, like you know, we or we'd go to parties and stuff too. But like, if there was a show in town, man, we were there and uh, we knew all the guys at the at our local venue, like all the security guards. They looked out for us and and uh, we were like a little, we had like a little crew kit. Like you know, we were we were young little shitheads and and. Uh, but we had a we had a nice little like group over where I, I grew up you know in the Bay Area California so you know my home 
home club was this, was a venue called the Pound SF in uh, in San Francisco, and we played a ton of shows there. We got to open up for so many bands, which was really cool. It's like we, you know, like I I can't even remember all the bands we ended up playing for when I was in a local band, and uh, it was just kind of neat, you know. It's like it was like all these bands that we looked up to and idolized, and, and uh, we got to we got to open up for them. So it was like a big deal for us. But yeah, I, I know it's kind of like that. Like, oh, you know, I grew up listening to, like, this band because it's kind of like, you know, you kind of get to, like, be like, like, oh, you know, I'm cooler than you sort of thing. But, I, you know, it's like, whatever, man, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, this is what I grew up listening to. And that's how I ended up in this band. So, yeah, no, I, 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 I agree, man. It's just, it's funny. Sometimes people like, I don't know what it is about it. It's just like, you know, metalcore gets that bad rap sometimes. So then it's just like people can't. I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm told I'm the same way. I mean, I still like some good metalcore. You know, I, I think a lot of it's gotten pretty bland over the years. But, you know, I, the, the stuff I grew up on, like you said, man, I, you know, I mean, like you said, you were just on tour with Kill Switch Engage. Man, I, I was listening to Kill Switch Engage last week, their whole discography, and it's, it's still great. I still love all that stuff. Dude, I was just telling my wife that, cause, you know, um, she came out on the on this tour a couple times. Uh, we try to split tours in half. So like we're out for five weeks. We try to do, you know, two weeks on the road and then she comes out and, uh, sees me. And this way we're only, we only don't see each other for like two weeks at a time, you know, instead of it being, you know, right. 34 days or something. So she came out and, uh, she came out for the end of the tour, beginning and the end. And, uh, she's, you know, like works really hard and she's, you know, a mom. And like, so she was like laying in, in my bunk, like nine 30 at night. And she, I was like, you want to bed already? She's like, I'm tired. I'm like, okay. She's like, all right, I want to go inside. So I go inside and she's like a little while later, she texts me. She's like, where are you? And I was like, I want you to kill switch. And then we, <laughs> I came back in and we started talking. I was like, you know, I grew up listening to kill switch. I remember like being in my little Toyota pickup truck driving home from, uh, from work. I used to work at this place called sports chalet. Uh, and, uh, it was like, a, I worked in the snowboard department. I remember driving home and like singing along, like to the, you know, hearing like the beginning, uh, my last serenade or whatever. It's like, you know, yeah. that, this is my last serenade. You know, like that whole thing was just like, you know, brings back all these crazy memories. And I'm like, here, here I am, you know, full circle, you know, like who, whoever, like back then I was in my truck and I was dreaming about it. And like, here I am standing here watching these guys side stage and I'm like on tour with the guys and they're super friendly guys, nice, nice guys, you know, they're, they're older. And, and it's like, you know, I, I feel like I can, uh, I can vibe with them. Cause you know, I'm, I'm a dad too. And it's like, you know, so it's like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, dang, dude, this is, this is really cool. This is like, a, like an achievement. It's like, sometimes you got to step back and be like, Hey, this is, this is my life. And this life's pretty cool. <laughs> no, that's cool that you're still. I mean, that you're still doing that because I know. I mean, you guys are big in your own right, but like, I know a big a band like Killswitch Engage. I mean, the level that they're at and the level they've been at, it's just like, it's huge, you know, for for any metal band. And that's cool to hear that they're cool guys. I've heard that a, a bunch of times, which is they they all seem like super friendly. I know, like, um, I mean, Adam just seems like ridiculous. I know, uh, uh, what's his name? God damn it, Jesse. He seems just like a super positive dude. So yeah. Um... Some tours, it seems like you like uh, you end up like rolling down a lot with guys and uh, and you like you know you like hang out and and because it's like you have that you're in the common green room together or something. And, and this tour, we all had like our little spaces, like our you know they had their bus and we have our little our little bus thingy or whatever. And it's like we didn't get a lot of time to like hang out together. 
but it's like every time you like saw one of them or like we were bumped into each other, it was like, hey, you know, how you doing? It was like very friendly, very nice. Last day of the tour, they, they came out, on, some of the crew guys came out on stage and like were serving lemonade. They had like a lemonade stand they made and like the, the guys were like, oh yeah, like they walked across the stage during our set, like, oh yeah, I'll take a cup, you know, and we were like laughing. <laughs> so it was like, uh, you know, it was, it was good times. They're such a great band. They're so fun to watch. And even the Parkway guys are really nice too, you know, like those guys, I remember hearing that band like when they were like, I, th- I don't even know if they had the... Like I think Killing with a Smile came out, but I remember hearing them when it was like there was when it was like H I think they were around when HXCMP three dot com was like a big thing or like pure volume and <laughs> wow. stuff, you know? Yeah, I remember they had to change they had to go back and take something out of their songs because they got as far as I know, because I remember they had that little um clip from uh Die Hard in one of their songs and then, then they had to like change it later. They had to like take it out, but I had I had the, the the version with the clip in there, so I was like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> that's awesome. Like when you're on a tour like that with those kind of like huge bands like that, like is there anything you guys like pick up from them? Is it still like is there still stuff you can learn from like a huge band like that? Dude, you know what, man? You can learn stuff from huge bands or like opening bands, small bands. Like there's like if you're paying attention, like don't be closed minded. Don't write. You know, like I never write people off for anything. So it's like when I'm when I'm watching like Parkway or Killswitch. I'm seeing how, like, you know, I'm, like, watching how they work with the crowd because that's a big thing for me. It's, like, you know, crowd crowd work, you know, like, talking to the fans and stuff. And I, I try not to be generic. I try to – I just try to be myself. Like, I think for a long time I was, like, like, try, like, like trying to be what I thought they wanted me to be. And uh, mm-hmm. I just stopped doing it, man. And I just was, like, you know, I want to be myself, dude. And if, if they don't like it, then that, that's okay, you know. So – but – uh you know, I just kind of look at the way they work with the crowd and stuff. And a lot of it's like light show production. Like, what does that look like? Okay, take notes. Like, okay, we can do something like that or like, but make it our own, you know? So it's like, you know, I think you're constantly taking notes. And and uh, it, it, I feel like that goes with anything in life. If you're paying attention, like, you know, you can learn something from a, a simple conversation with somebody or just like seeing something. It's like constantly... I'm constantly trying to better myself and be a better version of myself. And I feel like that's what a lot of bands are doing too. They're trying to be the best version of their, of their music and their sound. So I'm always paying attention, man. Do you have to get yourself in any kind of different headspace? Like being that it's maybe not, you know, your fans, you got those two huge bands there. It might be, I mean, obviously Killswitch has their own fans. Is it like a, a good challenge, like to get up there and try and win some people over or you get, get a different headspace going? Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, you, I mean, yeah, like, I don't think about it too much. Like, I don't, I'm not like worried or like nervous when I go out there, but it's more like you just have to understand that, look, this isn't our, this isn't our headliner. Like, so, you know, the first, honestly, we would come out and we would play Lost in the Static first song. And, uh, usually that like song, like as soon as we come out, like on a headliner, that song's a ripper and like people are going yeah. nuts and like everyone's singing along and like you would get people like banging their head and you, they would get, they would sing along to the part, but it wasn't as loud as you used to normally hear it. And it's because you're playing in front of a lot of new people. And, and, and the, um, we played two songs with no talking. So, you know, we played the first two songs and then finally I talk, Hey, we're after the burial from Minneapolis, blah, blah, blah. You know, how many of you guys have seen us before? And, uh, or how many guys have seen us for the first time right now? And so many hands would shoot up. And, uh, and then I right. the opposite question, how many guys have seen us before? And there'd be a lot of hands that shot up too. 
but the majority who, of the hands that went up was vastly like in favor of the people who haven't seen us. And, um, I mean, you know, thanks for your attention and, you know, like I appreciate it. And like, thanks for coming back and watching us. And, and then I, right then, dude, it was over. I controlled the crowd and you would, you'd be able to tell, like we were winning fans over. We, we were like all, you would see like this slow, like it was like a snowball effect. Like they were like, Oh shit, what's this bit? Oh, Oh shit. Okay. You know, and it's like, so you, you, you would see uh, like every, almost every night, dude, it was like we were winning new fans and, so it was a really cool thing, and it's like some and some nights you don't, you know. Sometimes some nights are better than others, and uh, you know, like as far as being a, a front man, it's like you can never turn on the crowd. Like, don't get mad if you feel like they're not into it because maybe they are, or maybe it's an older crowd, maybe it's just like that's just how they are in that area. <clears throat> and I never would give up, so I, you know, I would I'd sit there and I'd be like, okay, well, this one's gonna take a little bit longer, and by the third song or the fourth song, I'd be like, you know, I always tell myself, don't give up, don't let them win. And I don't, and I, and I keep going and I, you know, and all of a sudden there they are, we got them, you know? So it's like, yeah, you know, so it's kind of like, it was, it's a cool challenge, man. I think it's humbling, you know? Yeah. I think that's really cool. I feel like that's how I would approach it too. Cause it's gotta be like a really cool feeling. Like you see everybody looking at you with arms crossed and then if you can get them by the end of the set to be at least moving their head or something like that'd be a pretty cool feeling. Yeah. You know, and you'd see it too. Like, we, you know, like our merch guy would come in and we'd all be like, how do we do? And you'd be like, and you'd be like killed it you know he'd like he'd have a smile on his face and we're like all right cool so you know we're, that means we're doing our job you know for the for the amount of stuff you know people are buying from us at those shows and the fact that we're competing with uh with kill switch and parkway drive it's like we i think we did really good for ourselves so like i'm i'm, I'm just happy we even had the opportunity that they gave us the opportunity and, and uh you know gave us a shot to come out there and show the fans what we're what we're made of and and it was kind of cool yeah kind of it's like felt like we were warming the crowd up for those guys and i think we did our job you know do you guys like ever do you guys turn many offers down like like i know so that, like, the goal with this one obviously you want to try and get in front of some new fans and everything so like if a big huge band wants to bring you guys out is it often that you guys would turn someone down like maybe it's some band you just totally can't stand or whatever or is it kind of just like you know what let's just get out in front of people um, you know, we always, we always look at the pot, like both sides of it. So it's like, we have turned down tours before, but sometimes it's not because we dislike the band. It's just sometimes it just doesn't make sense, uh, logistically, you know, like, so, you know, we, we just had to turn down an offer for, uh, for Southeast Asia, unfortunately. And the only reason was is because it didn't make sense with the timing and the budget. So, you know, we went back and we're like, hey, look, we really, really, really want to be there. And can we do this, you know, next year at the same time? But so it makes sense for both of us. And, and then they were like, yeah, yeah, of course, you know. So it's like there's that. But, um, you know, obviously, if we get a tour offer, it's got to make sense for us. Like we have guys that, you know, like are leaning on us to pay their bills. You know, we have we have a merch guy. We have a sound guy. We have a driver. We have a tech. You know, so we have a tour manager. So these guys, you know, that's how they, they pay for their bills and, and keep food in their bellies. So it's got to make sense. Like, you know, like if Slipknot was like, you know, hey, we want you guys to come out for $200 a night, that'd be, that'd be a rough one, you know? They'd be like, damn. Yeah. Well, how much money do you think we'll make in merch? You know, we just have to start thinking about that, you know? Yeah. Have you guys ever, like, what's a, what's a tour you guys have went on that would like totally just bombed or didn't go over well because of the package or like what was one that was like maybe the best one for you guys 
Uh, the, you know, this last tour was a really good tour for us. I felt like we've been headlining a lot lately. It seems that's what it felt like. And uh, so it was really cool. Like, we were last, we were, like, making jokes, like, oh, cool, you know, we, we play 30 minutes and we're done, and we'd be, like, be done, like, early. We'd be like, oh, let's go get some food, you know? It's like, you know, we had all this free time to ourselves, which was really cool. And, and uh, which is funny, I ended up hurting myself on tour. Uh, I ended up hurting my back really bad. I slipped, uh, herniated a disc. But, and I was like, man, I, I do that on, like, the easiest set, you know? So, but, yeah. yeah, this this last one was a really good tour. As far as, like, bad tours go, there was one, like, years and years ago that happened, and we were just in a bad spot as a band and it had nothing to do with the bands we were on tour with. We just weren't in a good headspace, I think. And I ended up, it, I think it was like a bleeding through, um, for today tour. And we ended up dropping off the tour in the middle of it, almost the middle of it. Mm. Um, and that was cause of, uh, some weird stuff happened and, and, uh, we just, we, you know, I needed to go home. So that's what ended up happening. And, uh, we regrouped and, and we're still here. So, it happens, you know, it's life. Yeah, no, exactly. So with the the new album, since it's been out now for like a month or so, it, I'm sure you've gotten most people's opinions at this point. People seem to be into it. Yeah, I think I kind of, you know, our drummer Dan has uh, has been pretty spot on with our last two records of how he thought they were going to do. And he he thought when when Did Deep came out, we didn't really know because we were in such a bad spot as a band. You know, we had so much stuff had just happened and and we were like yeah. on the verge of breaking up and, you know, our, our best friend just passed away. And and uh, so we didn't know, but Dan, I remember talking to him before. He's like, dude, I have a, I have a feeling, you know, this record's going to do well. He's like, I, he's like, I just listen to it. And he's like, it's so good, you know? And, and, and uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden he came, you know, that first week sales, number hit us and he came in and like the look on his face when he, and he like tapped me and I was like asleep, sleeping in a van and he tapped me on the shoulder. I woke up, looked at him. I saw this look on his face. I was like, Oh shit, what happened? And he just holds his phone up and shows me what we did. And I was like, Holy shit. And, uh, you know, it was a big deal for us as a band. It was like a big thing, you know? And, and, uh, he kind of called it on this one. He kind of thought this one was going to be a slow, like a slow burn, you know, like it was going to take a second for people for it to catch on and i think that's kind of what's happening right now we're kind of seeing that happen like the first song did grab people but it wasn't like dig deep you know it wasn't like lost in the static mm -hmm. not not quite but it's still like we're still floating around in there like selling like the album's being sold very well so that's uh i think it's a good sign you know yeah like you were talking about like you know when you guys were doing dig deep compared to now like you guys were in that low point when you did that album compared to this one like was it a big like what, what was it a big difference coming in to record this one like what was the change in like headspace uh yeah it was a big difference because you know it was everything that happened with justin happened right when we got to the studio so i never got to see justin when i when i i talked to him the day before i got there i talked to him on the phone we had a good conversation we were laughing he was joking around and I never heard from him again after that. And I never saw him again, mm -hmm. which was like this. We got there and like, I was like, wait, Justin went home. Why? And I, and I didn't know what was going on. And then all of a sudden, all this, this like, you know, super like tragic stuff was happening. Like we, we were like, oh, wait, this is like, we thought he, you know, honestly, we, I thought that he was just being dramatic. 
I was like, this is what are you doing? I was like, and I called him, left a message. I was like, dude, I'm not mad at you. I understand you're upset. I love you, and I hope, like, you know, I hope you come back out here and, uh, you know, we figure this out, but call me if you ever want to talk, you know? Like, you know, I'm here for you. And uh, yeah. and then, you know, it just started to get worse, and we were like, holy shit, you know? Like, well, all of us were just shocked. So when Dig Deep happened, we lost a lot of time because of the stress and all the stuff that was going on. So it was like, it was this fear. There was a lot of fear and stress and, like, uh, anxiety when we wrote Dig Deep with this, with Evergreen, there was still the pressure because you're like, okay, now we got to follow up what we just did, and you know, and it, but it was like, and it's still really hard work. Like we didn't phone anything in, but there wasn't that, you know, there wasn't that, it, it was completely different because, you know, the whole band was there and uh, we, we all had each other's back. So it was kind of like this, uh, this turn, you know, this, this, this like, I don't know. It was, it was just a lot, a lot. It was different, man. You know, it was a good, it was a good thing this time around, which I'm grateful for. Yeah. How does Trent do like these days? Cause now, like, I, I don't know how that you guys were writing before, but I, I think you guys, they were sharing the, the writing duties. Like, is it more, does it take a little longer since it's all on him now? No, you know what, man? Um, so when I got there for Dick D, Justin, I think was there at the studio for like four days. So Trent wrote all of Dick D. He tracked everything. Mm. Um, he put all the songs together. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think Justin was in there writing that record. And some of those riffs may have been his for sure because he, we all contributed it. Uh, you know, all, our him and Justin, our him and Trent would contribute, uh, songs together a lot. You know, they had, we had this Dropbox with a ton of different riffs in it and stuff. And, and we had, there has been stuff they had been working on before, but Trent had to piece those songs together and put everything together on Dick D. A lot of people don't know that. Like, you know, just, Justin wasn't there in the studio with us at all. So especially yeah. when we started tracking, he was, he'd already went home. And, uh, so Trent had to do the same thing for Evergreen. So, uh, you know, you wake up in the morning, Trent's in the studio recording. You start working, you go get lunch, Trent's in the studio recording. You eat dinner, Trent pops out for a second. He's like, oh, and he's like stretching his back. Then he goes back in the studio and he's recording. And that's what it was for Trent. You know, he, he worked his ass off on both those records. And, uh, you know, so it's like, yeah, it's, it's probably a lot harder for him, you know, but man, he's such a, um, he's such a creative and smart guy. It's like, you know, I, I fully believe in Trent, obviously, like it's already shown what he can do. And, uh, I'm happy that we're, uh, we have him, you know, we, I'm happy. And I know he's happy that he has us, you know, so we have a good team. Yeah. We have a good, good thing going right now. I've always been such a big fan. I mean, like when I, I become, I've been seeing you guys for quite a while and I know we'd always get up there and stand in front of Trent, just, you know, just watching him shred. And it's been cool, even like on these more recent tours that, I mean, I give him a lot of respect and you guys a lot of respect, you know, cause now that you've lost a member, but you continue down without him, And it's like, the live show is, you know, it just as good, if not better. And I kind of like the fact that you guys haven't really filled the spot. You know, I don't know what you guys plans are in the future, but it's just kind of cool that it's been like that. And it's kind of just carrying on with just what you guys have. Yeah. You know, like people are talking about that. Like, why don't you get another guitar player? But you know, because we're not going to, we can't replace Justin. You can't, you, you just can't, you know? And it's like, I just think, us doing the four piece is just what it's going to be. And it's like, 
we lost uh, a guy who created the band. Him and Justin started the band. Uh, our Trent and Justin started the band, and it's like, <clears throat> I don't know, you know, like, I just, I, I don't see us ever replacing him or, or you know, bringing in another, another guitar player. I think this is, this is what we are now. We're a four-piece band, and, um, you know, that's just what it is. You know, I've had people come up to me in other countries, like, why don't you get a new, another guitar player? It's like, oh, you know, because, you know, like, well, it doesn't sound as good. I'm like, okay, well, why are you here? <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> that's go crazy. Home. It's okay, man. You know, <laughs> so, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, this is who we are now. This is, you know, Adrian, uh, Dan, and Trent, and I are, this is, this is, we're after the burial now. And that's, uh, and I think we've, I think we've found ourselves, you know, all, with all that we've been through, I think we know what we're, what our sound is and we know who we are. And it's like, you know, there's no, um, there's no more identity crisis that, you know, that may have been there in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. I, I, I like I said, I think it's cool because then if you do replace, you know, then you got that, you're going to have people too that are going to be like, well, that's not Justin, you know, that's, <laughs> so you know, yeah, you, people are going to be pissed either way. That's for sure. Yeah, dude. You know, I replaced, um, I replaced their, so they had Nick Wellner as, a, as their original vocalist, and that's when I met the band. Is uh, when Nick was singing. Nick and I are still really good friends. He comes and him and his wife visit uh, visit us, all, my wife and family, all the time down here in Florida. And uh, you know, so it's like we're good friends. But I had to replace him, and uh, they had gotten a singer temper like between Nick and I, who he's a he was a guy who sang on Rare Form. His name was Grant, and. Uh, but he was like barely in the band, man. I think it was like six months, you know, maybe. So it was like, I don't even look at it as like, that's the guy I replaced because he wasn't, he didn't yeah. even like, he didn't even like, you know, solidify him as the front man of After the Burial yet. But Nick, I had to replace and Nick had such a unique voice and such a cool stage presence. So it was, it, even, I remember in the beginning feeling a ton of pressure. Like, man, like, you know, people like, oh, I like the original vocal is better and, and like seeing all this stuff. <laughs> like now it's like 11 years later. I don't even think about that anymore. It's like I've been in the band so long. It's like, like, if you don't know that I'm the singer of After the Burial, then you, you, you got to go get your eyes checked and ears. Cause like, you know, <laughs> I've been here for such well, a long time. So yeah, I, I can understand like trying to fill someone's shoes. It was a lot of pressure. Which was the first album where you were like, I'm fine. You know, I am the vocalist. I feel comfortable with this. Like, what was it on the uh, man? What was that second one after Rare for the Rare form? You guys re-recorded it, but then you did um, In Dreams after that. In Dreams, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. In Dreams was kind of like like we kind of experimented a lot of different sounds and stuff, and like I still felt a little weird, but I think Wolves Within, I was like, all right, I'm gonna flex on this one, and I did, and and you know, the mix isn't my favorite mix, but um, you know, like. I think around, you know, honest. If I'm if I'm gonna be honest, man, I I felt like I didn't like solidified. Like I didn't feel comfortable until Dig Deep came out. You know, and it, mm. that seems weird, but once Dig Deep came out, like I was just done trying to like sound like a certain way, or like or not sound a certain way, but tr done trying to make a song sound a certain way or thinking ahead of like, oh, I'm gonna do something like this because that that'll you know maybe people will like that. And when I did the, when we wrote Dig Deep, I was just like, I'm just going to do what I think sounds good, what I like. And that's, I think that worked. And that's what I did on Evergreen. And I, now I, I'm just like, you know, after that, everything changed. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm confident of who I am and, and my, my role in the band. And, you know, like I've been here for a long time. So I got gray in my beard. So. 
I feel like that's the way it goes, though. It's like as soon as you stop caring about something, that's when you start doing the best. It's like so counterintuitive, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You got to um, you just got to let it, it come naturally, I think. You know, don't think too hard on it. Just do do what you think sounds good, not what you think other people think sounds good, you know, like because that's what you're you're going to you're going to be able to tell the difference, you know. Yeah, I agree, man. And I've been jamming the new album a lot and I, I've, I've been loving it. So appreciate appreciate talking, man. And uh, yeah, hopefully people keep on picking it up. You got any other like tours or anything you want to put out there? Or? Uh, yeah, we're actually leaving for Australia in about two weeks. Uh, we'll be out there with our friends and make them suffer. Uh, we're gonna just, it's a short run out there. And then uh, we got a little break and then we're going to head over to Europe in August, I think. Yeah, in August. Uh, we'll be out there doing some uh, shows with a couple of bands. Uh, I think we'll be hitting a few shows with I Artist Murder. We'll be playing some festivals. And then uh, we'll be playing around England. And then we'll be off. And we are getting a tour offer here real soon. And I'm sure people will be hearing about that for the fall. So we'll see. Cool, man. All right. Well, listen, man. Appreciate it. Hey, it's nice talking to you, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling me and, and doing this. Yeah.